Halloween yesterday. So we're almost at a hundred and we still don't have a proper intro down, but we're getting there. Yeah, it's all right. I think uh, <laughs> we just out here keeping it real, you know, out here trying to function. <laughs> uh, Halloween oh, yeah. is coming up. Uh, yes, no, it was yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you survived your Halloween weekend gigs. Um, how how uh, how it's it's just like a, it's almost like new year's eve right it's just a shit show yeah and i feel like every halloween the clothing just gets less and less <laughs> i mean i argue that i'm so sad every time that happens i'm like oh no really? put clothes on i'm like Same. put clothes on i walk around with a bag of clothes and i'm just like here you go sweetie cover up <laughs> uh <laughs> Did you see any good costumes? Like any like clever ones that you thought were really good? You sent me that clip of uh Weekend at Bernie's. That's oh, yeah. usually the best one by far. That's, uh, that's the better ones I saw too. For you guys that are listening, uh, it was a clip online of guys walking around the bar dressed as Weekend at Bernie's and they had Bernie in front of them. They were just like keeping him upright walking through the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh that was so good um at the at the club the club that i was at heat ultra lounge um was so packed that i mean it was just overly packed you couldn't even move it it, it was to the point of not fun it was too crowded i don't know how people like i mean our job depends on that but i just don't understand how people like that they're like yeah i'm in here and they're like <laughs> Dude, when you were 20, you used to love that. Stop. Come on. I don't know if I did. Maybe. I can't remember what it's like to be 20. It was so long ago. Back in my days, I used to like the 20s. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was popping, dude. You we you would be like, oh, I don't want to go there. It's it's dead there, right? You always want people, you know, and then it gets to the point of a breaking point where I'm like, Fuck, I know people here. Like, the bouncers are trying to help guide me through, you know, so I can mm -hmm. use the bathroom. It's mm -hmm. just nuts. But um, now now you're like, where the bar's dead? I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still like I still like busy, busy bars. Um, I don't. I want it to be me, my friend, and the bartender. And that's it. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> Oh gosh, I have to talk with my friends. What a terrible <laughs> life. What a terrible <laughs> night at the bar. Look, if I'm getting the the lucky part of being able to go out, if I have any spare time, I do like people watching. So I, it's not terrible by any means. It's just that if I'm going to go to a bar, I'd like to be able to people watch. If I just want to hang out with my friends, then going to the bar is probably not where I'm going to go. I guess that's what right. I'm saying. Right, right. Uh, there was a couple good ones. I. There was a couple guys at Fishbowl that did uh, my Dick in a Box costume, and that was that was good. It was funny, good. you know. Good. 
Did the box open and have anything funny inside of it? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I didn't reach in the box. <laughs> I feel I like I <laughs> if you're trying to pick up on chicks, that would be the move, right? Just to have something in it to where it's like, open oh, it up and see what you see, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't know what I would put in it. Maybe, uh, Maybe there's just like um, like a bunch of crumbled up pieces of paper with your phone number on it, and they can just reach in and grab it out. The costume for next year for you, Drew. There you go. There you go. You're welcome. There it is. <laughs> Lock it um, I don't know what else I saw. I, now that I'm on the spot myself, I'm like, oh, what did I see? Uh, I saw so many Travis Kelsey's and Taylor Swift's. I think that was like the pop culture cost costume of now. Well, Barbie was the only thing I saw. Uh, Barbie, yeah. Oh, it was saw like a lot a, of Barbies. Everyone yeah. was Barbie and Ken. Actually, I take that back. I did see two pretty good costumes. Uh, one guy was David Bowie from the Labyrinth. Okay. Which pretty tight. And yeah. then the other one, uh, it took me a second, but it was uh, Bad Bunny. But he had like a, <laughs> just this terrible wig. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That that funny. I like that one. Over. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, I, I had fun this weekend. I played at Fishbowl on Friday, and then I was at Red Leprechaun Saturday, and both were busy nights, so it was good times. Yeah, it's the it's the party. It's, it's the weekend where every single person known to man is having a party. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Anyway, we've got a great guest for you guys today. Before we get on with that, I just want to say, if you're not using direct music service, uh, you can sign up using the promo code Drew and Fuse Show. It'll get you 30% off your first month of activation. So if you haven't signed up yet, use that promo code. It'll get you 30% off your first month. Also, shout out to our friend Briggs over at BriggsBeardCompany.com. You can use promo code DAFS. It'll get you 20% off your order at BriggsBeardCompany.com. If you want some beard oil, uh, a DAFS candle, um, <laughs> Well, we're working on a custom scent coming out, right. which uh, the the three that we're gonna have everyone vote on here is uh, was, was it? Daft's Funk, Daft's Funk. Love that one. That's probably my Dro favorite. Drops of Drupiter. <laughs> and the tears from all my haters for Fuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those shout out to uh, Briggs. That's uh, we're working on something special with him. Hopefully we'll get that figured out in, in the future. Hopefully it won't take as long as our custom merch store took. Um, but you know, <laughs> it finally happened and it did uh, finally happen. It, yeah, so. And if hopefully you grabbed a shirt, if you did not grab a shirt, we're going to do some more. Yeah. We're going to do some more though. We're going to have a limited release. Yeah. Limited release one-off shirts. So the next one's going to be something something good and once that's done you won't be able to get it anymore so all right so our guest today is hailing in from chicago she is a former miss chicago dance and has movie credits including the movie save the last dance she's sponsored by ultimate ears and is a brand ambassador for das audio she's a resident at stk and just finished doing a tour uh, with STK all over the United States with some other ladies. She has helped plan some of the large scales events for DJX and Mex in Vegas. She's worked with clients such as Jay Sean, 50 Cent, and other large brands. Please help us welcome Chi Town Shani. Hey. Where did you get that bio? Howard the internet. <laughs> 
we we had to dig and that's something that we we've been bringing up to our our guests here is you got to keep them the bios fresh because at some point someone's looking at looking looking for you you know what i was I'm like did you want my epk i would have sent it to you uh, we, uh, we 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 grabbed it found some old bios and and combined it all in for the intro that was like when warren asked for anyone that could send him um the video of like me dancing from back in the day was going to get a month, like three months free of like DMS. Yeah. When we were, when we, when I did Twitch for DMS. Um, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, in the middle of it, he was like, if anybody could find any old videos um, when Shani used to dance of any of her old, yeah, of her on tour. Oh, this and is during right, Twitch. Somebody did. Somebody uh, found uh, me back on tour. And, that's hilarious. Yeah. We got that's yeah. that's probably stemmed because we had the video of Warren. We would put up yeah. dancing. It was like yeah. a gif of Warren. Yeah, let's like, not let's not go there, guys. Let's not let's because a lot of people don't know that I used to. Well, we'll get into that with all that. But a lot of people don't know that they just know me as a DJ. So a lot of people don't what, know that. What did you that do with that movie? Now that what did you do in the movie? I was a dad. Well, the movie the movie was filmed in Chicago, and it was filmed at one of the clubs that I was uh, I used to be a dancer at a crowbar. One of the when uh, Psycho Bitch and Terry Bristol, God rest her soul, who just passed away, um, were DJs, and um, they used us as extras. So I was like one of the girls that like you know danced by. <laughs> like, like well, you know when when they were like teaching teaching a uh, old girl like how to dance at the club when she was getting those dance lessons and we were just it, dancing it, in the club. If you say any part of the the actual movie. No, no. Yeah, I, did no I didn't watch no. it. So you can tell me any scene and I'll be like, no way that happened. No, yeah. <laughs> that movie yeah. was so big. When I was in it. I was an like. extra in a lot of movies. Like um, I was an extra in Ferris Bueller. Really? Um, Cause it was oh, from that's... my high school. Yeah. You know, that's so John, John, Hughes Hughes is an, John Hughes is an alumni from my high school. So all those movies are based off my high school. Um, oh, like 16 cool. candles, like all those are based off like the element of like the kids at my high school. That is um, my all time wow. favorite movie. Yeah. So Ferris Bueller's day off. I'm actually in the scene where he's going Bueller, Bueller. Like I'm one of the kids in the classroom of um huh. wow. yeah that's how old i am so and yeah so i just kind of gave away my age great uh yeah <laughs> um well that's the remake that you're talking about i'm guessing yeah but, that's the so. that's the remake with um what, what's one <laughs> but, of the young and um actors now that like everybody loves <laughs> harry <laughs> styles yeah harry, harry styles <laughs> playing ferris bueller yeah, see i don't I don't watch. I don't watch any of the young. I'm still like you know watching like John Wick four. Like I don't watch any of the like the young movies. <laughs> the day they remake Ferris Bueller is the day I lose my mind. And oh, please don't remake them. You can't re. So those are like cult. You can't remake cult classics. I bet. No. I bet it happens. You can't remake cult classics. It's. It's. I know. I Drew took me to the Ferris Bueller house when I was out there. Yeah. The out like where the outside was filmed. And really interesting. And then. The guy, we like ended up meeting the guy that's like parents own the house. He was yeah. like standing out front and he started telling us like, like that whole neighborhood is like full of houses that are used from movies. For, yeah. From all the, from all the movies that and it's weird. in Chicago. They, 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 um, like the, the movie will company will come in. He was saying, and just like, be like, yeah, we want to use your house for a movie and you know, we'll pay you this much, but yeah, we're also going to paint. 
they're going to paint the house and then they're going to repaint it back the way it was. It's yeah. just crazy. And they move out. They move out for like three weeks and they're like, all right, bye. Well, we're fake shy. We're fake Chicago's over, over here in Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys, well, you guys are Chicago, you know, by me, you're Chicago affiliated. So you're good. Well, Fuse has a Chicago Bears hat on. I have my shut my my shy. I already noticed that. I'm like yes. Chicago Bears. Yeah, Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Drew was wearing a Cincinnati hat at one of his gigs, <laughs> and a girl came up to him and and she said, uh, "I love your Chicago Bears hat" or something like that. And he was like, "Thanks, but it's not a Chicago Bears hat." And then she got like all mad at him. <laughs> but you know, no, People. they they stole the C. They stole the C from uh, Cincy. Uh, did we? Did we ever research that? Who did it first? I'm, I am curious. Like, it's got to be. The, oh, I don't know. Because this ro- logo version of the C is not the original one. So I, I wonder who. Oh, then they who stole did our do C. Yeah, they stole Maybe, our C. I don't know. Or you stole our C. <laughs> it's oh, to well, be determined. I mean, we're we're corrupt here anyway. So it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't surprise right. me. We're putting in the note who stole whose C. Who stole who? Yeah. Who stole whose C? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Google that. Surrey, Surrey, who stole who see? Um, well, we're gonna jump into music. We uh yes. want to talk music. It's a music show, so we're talking music. So let's head up. We'll, we'll roll the video and get back to you. Hey, Drew and Fuse, Hermit the Frog here. When I'm not dealing with my pain in the ass wife, Miss Piggy, I like to talk and sing with my friends. What's your top songs? A new personal favorite of mine is this. It's the Drew and Fuse Show, the Drew and Fuse Show, and they clean up nicely, because usually they look like shit. Yay! So good. All right, there's coming. So, uh, favorite remixer or producer? I would say Dom Dollar. I like him. Okay. Nice. All right. Uh, big uh, favorite song. I've been playing um, a lot of Dom Dollar lately. Yeah, got a, he's got a some track. Good, good stuff out there. Yeah, I, I brought back uh, San Francisco. I've been Ooh. playing that uh, quite a bit. I uh, got a couple of good little blends and stuff of that. Uh, you have a favorite? Um, in Atlantic City, when I did uh, the Scratch Bastard Party, I played Rhyme Dust before it even got popular. I have to say, maybe it got popular because of me. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it did. But <laughs> I hit it before, like, it started getting, like, airplay on, like, XM radio and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I just had, like, intuition that it was going to hit. But I don't know. It just his beats and everything. It's just something something about just well, his You mixing. did quite a bit. And that's kind of the style that you're playing at a lot of your residencies, which we'll talk more yeah. about. But yeah, you are digging. So you're aware of these as they start bubbling. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, you know, I got weekly residencies, so I gotta, I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it fresh and current. Let's see if you had to pick a theme song, uh, one song, what would it be? <laughs> All right. So I kind of have two. I have like, I have like, I have two, I have like a movie theme song. Then I have like a music theme song. So I have like an old, old, old school theme song that like, nobody's going to know. And that's like an old, old movie for anyone. That's like a classic movie buff. 
Um, it's an old Clint Eastwood movie. So like for anyone that's like old action Clint Eastwood, it's a movie called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah, it's classic. Okay, so anyone that would know that, that's like my old theme song that's just kind of like gets me going. <laughs> and then my music theme song is, of course, it's going to be like more of like a house track because of me. Um, and it would be a Basement Jack's song, uh, Fly Life. Mm. That song just kind of just gets me pumped like that. If I'm ever just needed, just, all right, I need energy. I need to get pumped up. I'm just going to put on Fly Life and let that, I think that's like even a seven minute song. So I'm just going to let that song just play out while that's like the girly get dressed, get, put your makeup on, <laughs> get ready and let that song play out and dance and get ready to just get prepared to go, to go out. I like I, it. I thought maybe you would pick Casey and Jojo since it was uh and save the last dance. You got jokes there. You got you got jokes. <laughs> that's isn't it the save the last dance where they uh well I don't know if that's where it debuted, but they have um Be Faithful is in that, right? Is Be Faithful in that? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <sighs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'll do like a scooter remix of Be Faithful with like Fergie or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I like the, uh, the Clint Eastwood one because I don't know that I've gotten that. I, yeah. We've never heard that one. I like that little. He's going to be going to know yeah. that one. And it's got to it's it's be the movie theme song. Like, you know. Whistle. The, whistle. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so we do the Serato top five and yeah. we talk about the five most played tracks in your Serato. Um, yes. if you want to hit us with some of those, yeah. um, again, we've always found that the system is a little flawed sometimes that, you know, that yeah. people add to the play count. So it doesn't, you know, if you find one, it's weird. It's all right. All right. Yeah, and again, for me, because, um, right now, um, it's more for me for clubs. Um, I'm not a wedding person. I'm corporate and I'm clubs. So I'm going off of my club playlist. Um, so for me, top five right now is going to be mostly hip hop and Latino stuff. That is going to be for me, that's hitting hard. Um, so it's going to be like the baby shake something um, with like little Uzi Vert, I want to rock. Those are kind of like right there with each other because probably because I always mix those two together. Mm -hmm. And then probably because I've been playing this every weekend, um, it's going to be Sexy Red, uh, Ski Ski. Is that like, yeah, it's going to be that, that one. <laughs> probably one of the biggest, uh, it's probably the biggest song uh, this weekend for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like what I've been hitting in like no. the I, I, I try not to play that kind of stuff i well, just not my vibe but that's that's the, yeah. the what i'm I in get it. that's the yeah. spot like the urban spot that, that i'm in that i'm playing too um but i even have the white boys that, that are requesting that too so i get yeah. that um slut me out um definitely is sure. hard too um and then like i said for latin i would say like people are requesting like el alpha songs um, they're definitely requesting a lot of Ella Alpha. They're pass, uh, requesting a lot of Becky G songs and they're requesting a lot of uh, Paso Pluma songs. Um, yes, uh, I'm getting the Bad Bunny stuff, but that for me, like those are the three type of artists that re they're requesting are mostly like the Ella Alpha, the Becky G's and the Paso Pluma for me for the la like Latino type stuff. 
That's so Pluma are for sure is definitely hidden. Yeah. It's so uh, weird. I the uh <clears throat> that the music there's is some of the the peso pluma is just not like it's like yeah. corny sounding to me. Yeah, and almost. that's why I have to do like shout out to some of like the DMS guys that are making some remixes because without them making some remixes that are like 110, 115 for me, I wouldn't be able to play some of the Peso Pluma and be right. able to transition um, like Peso Pluma into some of the El Alpha, like of the Dumbo into then some of the dance stuff. Because like exactly like what you said, like I would play like just the normal Pestle Puma and it just, it wouldn't, it would hit with the Mexican crowd, but then it wouldn't hit with the whole club where then I would be able to play a remix edit that would have the beat behind it, that would have the remix behind it that would then hit everybody else too. Yeah. Then I would be able then to hit like an L Alpha that hits everybody. And then I got the twerkers that don't even know what they're even listening to but then they kind of hear hear that beat of the l alpha so they're just twerking because they just think it's a twerk song they're like oh is this city girls or something i don't know with a deep voice so then they're just they're just twerking to it city you know girls with a deep voice yeah you know you know, know and i'm like no just you know go have go have some more patron or something and, you the know? majority the majority of all these songs that are artists that are being mentioned right now it's uh how off timing can you rap or sing, oh right? It's like, right. like here's the beat, and I just say whatever the fuck. It's like well, open. It's like a spoken word poem on top of music, <laughs> and the ski yay, ski yay. You know the music. Yeah. Well, where they're just saying whatever the fuck they want. I what's crazy to me is like you know when old people used to be like, you think Matt Br Mick Jagger is gonna be up on stage <laughs> singing uh, Brown Sugar when he's seventy six years old? And then, well, now the answer is like, well, yeah, he is. But do you yeah, think like Sexy Red's gonna be up there <laughs> singing about her booty hole when she's seventy six years old? That's the question I have. Right. Do you think it's and got the, that kind of long? You know, and the sad part is, is like I can't even say to you, I have a top forty pop song that is my most played in the club. Right. That's the sad. I would love to say to you, oh, my top five the last song I is to you is like a pop, you know, as a Taylor Swift, if I was maybe in a bar, it would probably be a Taylor Swift or a Morgan Wallen or something like that. But for yeah. me in a club, it's, it's not maybe early in the night, you know, like right. at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, but I don't even go on till midnight. So it, it's definitely not for me. Right. So, um, so you also do the STK. Is there any, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, the house stuff you could mm -hmm. possibly are talk you playing, about? Are you playing songs about booty holes at STK? <laughs> <laughs> well, only, only if those artists come in after their concerts and they tip me really, really well. And then like eat me, a steak? And then I, yeah, they're eating their, their tomahawk and then it's after midnight and I say to them, I could only play the clean version of it. <laughs> right. Because right. you guys do only play clean music there, right? We only, yeah, we only play clean versions at STK. So, I mean, that's what happens, though, when, like, the artists and the athletes and all those guys come in and they ask for hip-hop and stuff late at night. And, you know, we don't we don't normally play that kind of stuff. But when they come in, like, after midnight and things like that, I'm very honest with them. Like, when Gunna came in. And that's just, like, the weird thing with the new artists. Like, they ask for their own songs. The old, like the older artists never used to do that. Like they, they would just come in, go to the VIP, start drinking. 
Right. Now yeah. the new artists, like their camp comes in and they're like, yeah, man, uh, Gunn is here. Can you like play a couple of his tracks? And well, I'm like, you know what it is, is as an entrepreneur, I think you're always promoting, right? You talk to any entrepreneur, you go to anything. It's like, always be promoting, always be pushing. So with not making any money on your music, it's like get plays somehow, you yeah. know, get, get people to hear it somehow. That's the way I would, I, I'm not saying it's right. right. I think it's weird, but I'm saying that's why they're the, I think in their head nowadays is how they're. Pushing. Yeah. Now me as a DJ, when I used to see an artist come in, I would like eventually play like one of their tracks, like while they were settled in maybe like an hour into my set, I would like play like one of their tracks, but for them to come up and be like, you know, play like five or six of their tracks. And I was like, um, okay, that's weird <laughs> right. that they just want to uh, hear it all well, night. Uh, well, if they're going to do that at that point, you're going to be like, well, get up and do a fucking concert. Here's a mic. There's a corded mic or here, I'll just plug my headphones into the mic. And you want me. a free concert for free, bro? Like, here, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, up. I'll go eat your steak and sit at your, at your table and have the mac and cheese. And you could just here, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll use stems and just take out the vocals and, play the instrumental version that's the thing they don't even they don't even do that anymore they want to rap over the the vocal yeah, too true. they don't even they don't even want the instrumental they want to rap over their own yeah. song. I, I thought of a i thought of a clean version of uh the booty hole song be like uh, for sdk specifically it could be like mashed potatoes and gravy you know what i'm saying it's kind of clean right a little gravy a little gravy spot a little gravy dip right there is the booty hole it says my gravy brown. <laughs> I don't know if it was Cardi B or Megan the Stallion. I don't know which which artist it was. I played one time at like STK, but it was like the clean version. And it was like at I think I had a stay. A bunch of like I don't remember. A bunch of athletes came in after a game, and they asked me to stay late and everything. And they wanted hip hop, so I was playing some stuff. I think like the GM, like the eyes got like really big, and I was like, "This is the clean version." But of course, you know the way it sounds, it doesn't sound clean, even though it is clean. And I was right. like, "Yeah, it's a clean version." <laughs> well, well, hit us with stuff that you are playing at STK. I want to know what you do play. Okay, well, SDK, um, like the beginning of the night, I play a lot of like house grooves. So um, I play a lot of like um, a lot of like uh, housey house groups for like the first couple hours of like chill, cool house jams. Then I'll play like top 40 remixes there. So I'll get more into like the top 40 songs like Rihanna, Bruno Mars, um, stuff like that. But again, you know, more of the like remixes, um, then more towards the end of the night, I will get into some of the stuff, um, of more dancey, um, Megan, the stallion and stuff like that, but of like the, but dance stuff. So maybe some like dance versions of like pound town or something, but like a dance remix of it. That's not so bad or, you know, walk a flock of no hands, but like a, with a dance beat behind it. So, you know, things like that. So I, I play more of like that kind of stuff, but, um, any favorite remixes you got that like you're, you type it in. Like, I know if I, if I'm stuck, I'm like, Oh, let me just type this in and you know, yeah, I mean, I do. I I like. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like for a lot of my SDK stuff, I I got a lot of stuff off of Beatport. Like I love yeah. Beatport for a lot a lot of my dance stuff. Um, they I love that my stuff for that. 
Um, and what I genre used... are you are you searching in for Beatport? Because I, I I don't spend enough time on that site. And you can get the you know they're part of Beat Source, right? So you can get the yeah. which I never thought to do. You know we always talk about Beat Source, right? But do you ever right. get a, a subscription for Beatport, right? That could be yeah something. So if we're trying a lot of this house, so I play stuff. like a lot of new new disco, like NU for those that like still don't know what I'm talking about. Right. So NU disco. So I'll play like a lot of new disco at the beginning of the night that kind of has like that, that groove to it. So I'll play a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, a block and crow is like a lot of like some of the artists that I'll play there. Um, block I'll and crown. Some... crown. I'm sorry. Block I said crown. crow. I like a lot of the block there. and crown stuff. As yeah. Well. yeah. 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 So I'll play, I'll play some of their stuff. Um, um, I think so Soft Mall. I think that's another Soft Mall. I think that's another artist that I play. Soft Mall and Natural, N-Y-T-R-O-L. I got to look them up. I think Natural, that's another new disco artist. Um, I play a lot of their stuff. They do a lot of covers, a lot of really yeah. cool covers. Like I'm giving some of my secrets away. This is oh. for those that like want some of my secrets that I play some of the stuff like when I'm at the conferences and some of the booths. Like that are like, where did she get that remix? These are some of my, definitely some of my golden nugget secrets. So like gold nuggets. yeah, like people that come by and they hear some of like, is that a Prince remix? Is that a, yeah, this is some of my secrets right here. So yeah, uh, Disco Junkies is like another one that I'll play some of their stuff. So a lot of that is like the new disco and the like in the funky, uh, funky house. So I'll get some of the yeah. stuff off of, off of B-Port. And a lot of people are like, I don't want to spend the money. Okay, well, then don't spend the money. But you want to expand your horizons. You want to expand your music library. And you want to oh, get some. People that don't want to spend the money on music. If you don't want to spend money on music, then you probably shouldn't be a DJ. <laughs> but yeah. so moving forward, you know, we're talking yeah. about music and what you're playing. Um, yeah. You do a lot of stuff at the the conventions, mm -hmm. um, like playing at like a booth, like the DOS audio booth. What, what would you say, you know, obviously you were just telling us, you know, some of the stuff that you play, but like, what's your thoughts on of like prepping for that and keeping it fresh, you know, cause a lot of times at the conventions, there's a lot of DJ ears listening and, yeah. you know, it's different than just going into playing a set that, you know, normal bar club goers might be listening right. to right i and again like i don't like to play the norm when i'm there because that's what everybody plays i don't like to play what you're going to hear at a wedding i don't like to play what you're going to hear at a private party i don't like to play what you're going to hear at a bar like i'm not going to sit there and play the bruno mars the like everything you're going to open up your dance for with the september the like i'm not going to sit there and so people are going to walk by and be like oh god this song again i just heard this like in the elevator like i'm not going to sit there and play that kind of stuff i'm going to play like i just said where people are going to walk by and be like, wait, I know that song, but I've never heard that type of remix, you know, or I'm not going to lie. I'm going to pull out some of the DMS edits that are so obscure, you know, that people are going to be like, wait, what is that? And I'll be like, dude, this is on DMS, but like, <laughs> this is stuff that you guys don't play at your private events. This is an edit that I grabbed because I know I don't normally play this at a private event, but I can play it here. Cause well, no one, no one's going to play it. 
And, and to what you're saying, a lot of the prep goes is, you know, I try and have multiple things that I'm prepping for at all times. Right. So oh, yeah. that when that party does come up, you're not like completely stranded. So, you know, I have my five, my, my club crate, my convention crate, my, you know, uh, special party crate uh, so that you can just keep throwing these things in. And they are all on all these sites that uh, it can go away after time. It's hard to find find them again so yeah always prepping always being prepared for those is, oh yeah uh, i'm always grabbing all different types of music all different genres because again you never know when you need something um so i'm just i'm just grabbing stuff because i just i and, and i don't i never know what i'm going to play too like i don't never know where i'm going to go what i'm going to do i mean as you guys know uh, you guys were walking by within three seconds. I'm changing a song to one of your edits. Like I just, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm, you know, it's like, I never know what I'm going to do. So I just like to always be prepared and just like to have different stuff. So when I am around DJs, I like to have, have them hear different types of music that they're not used to. If they're not used to hearing um, Dembo or they're not used to hearing, you know, a Pesa Puma remix, I want to be the one that's going to play it for them, even though I'm the white girl that it doesn't, that speaks Spanglish, you know, yeah. I'll play it. We'll, we'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> I want to know about, um, you know, you are doing a lot of these conventions. You're at all of the conventions, really, and you're you're one of the main people in charge of throwing the party at Mex. Yes. Um, what goes? I mean, maybe we could talk about the amount of work that goes into prepping this kind of party and booking the DJs and you know just getting it all going. Yeah. So um, Mex is the the Vegas um, the Vegas uh, co conference that happens in February. Um, and for those that like to spread the rumors that I just make a shitload of money doing this, I don't make any money doing it because Mex is so new. Um, I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart. So I'm not part of Mex. I'm not like part of the board. I'm not part of the committee. I'm not part of any of it. I'm just doing it, like helping with the nightlife because it's at the South Point Hotel and it's so far away from the strip that I want to just throw some good parties so you don't have to get in a $50 Uber to go to the strip. So I'm kind of just helping out with it. So those that wanted to start those rumors, I think it was last year that it got to my attention that, oh, I'm making so much money doing this. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I'm not even getting a sandwich. Um, well, yeah, let's be honest. Anybody that thinks that's happening is confused because nobody makes any money on these things. It's always like a, 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 a favor. Um, it's, yeah. it's like, oh, it's it's back in the days where you're like, oh, you know, this will be a good look for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, like it's, I, it's I'm great. doing it and I'm literally like, so so the first party is the DJ takeover. So that's the that's the opening party and that's where people can submit to play on the stage um that's more of like the people who have never done like a club or people who can say like oh my god i've actually now can say i played in vegas or i've played in front of my peers or like oh my god this is like the first time I, that i could say i played a, a big stage um, well, wait, i want to interrupt you we, we've yeah. we've talked about this this party for a while it's great. I think it's awesome that it gives shine to a lot of new and young DJs. 
what would you tell a new and young DJ that's going to be on that stage how to prep for that? Because sometimes I think they go in it. They play yeah into this is how we do it into Fat Man Scoop and you hear it 15 times in a row. Yeah. My whole thing is I do, tell What's them, your advice to tell them? Like, I tell on. them and, you do you. Like you do your style. You do you. You do what you want to do. Like that's how I always say it. Don't worry about like trying to please everybody and let me explain something people like aaron from crate hackers got his start on that stage chris rhodes who's like huge now eric rhodes eric rhodes i'm making up names i'm sorry i'm sorry you guys i this is what i do i make for people i just make up you know well, if you're just making up names, you should start making up names for Mex to call it something other than Mex. Honestly, and and I'm making up stuff, and that actually has to do with my brain, which I guess we'll get into too. But um, yeah, I'm just making up. Yeah, Mex. Like, can we get into that name too? Like, <laughs> like now I want some tacos, and it's not even Tuesday. Okay. Right. Um, but like, yeah, can we can we make up? It's we, Wednesday. Can, I don't even know what day it is. All I, yeah, this is supposed to be my day of rest. Um, but yeah, it gave a lot of people a great start. I'm and not putting that down. I was saying, what's some advice to tell these people? Like, yes, just do you. But what do they need to understand that, so, that everyone's so, going to be doing the same doing yeah, so, you said? Okay, you need so to think out of the box ways, on the do you. Yeah, so there's two ways you can go about this. If you are one of those people that can pull a set out of your ass and can just go up there. And if I said to you right now, hey, Drew, give me a 20 minute set right now. And you could just open up your Serato and plug it in and give me a 20 minute set. Then I would say, do that at max. Give me that at max because that way I'm not hearing. Yeah, this is how we do it. Um, <laughs> sexy and I know it and all that kind of shit. You're giving me Sexy what and you I want. I know it. <laughs> no, they're not playing that anymore. I don't know. I'm just like, no, I'm just throwing I, songs I, The Jason Janai remix of Sexy Net, which I still play. Shout out to Jason Janai because I still play that remix. Okay. I think I got that off of DMS too. Yeah, I'm sure like, it's on there. That's like an old ass remix. Like, and I still play that version because it's like a weird ass version that has like some weird beat to it. It, it was, the, I don't know, it's like 10 the only years one old. I The only version I remember is it had, uh, the one that people I don't think anyone requested it, but it would it was mashed up with Gangnam style. <laughs> oh, that's God. the one I was thinking of. I knew it was a Gangnam style one because I was like, oh, there was a horrible one that was the Gangnam style. Oh, I, I probably deleted of. that when I when I had to get a new laptop. Oh man. <laughs> oh God. Uh, oh Drew. yeah, no, yeah. no, I deleted that. Yeah, yeah no. I gotta see. No, thank God I deleted that. Oh God, I'm so glad I never play that. Do people even play Gangnam style? <laughs> I would play that as a uh, joke, but now he's on. I, he's I play, still on tour. But anyway, I, yeah. I played it the other day at a, a junior. Well, by the other day, I mean like a year ago. But at a junior high dance, and someone asked it, I go, "You're trolling me, right? There's no way." And it was the biggest song, like by far. It was the biggest song of the night. There you yeah. go. See, you I, never know. You know the stuff anymore, though. The kids in the bar, the shit. I just it blows my mind what works and what I'm yeah. playing. And, and yeah. I'm like, this is cool now again, because this is lame as hell when it first came out, and it's still lame as hell in my mind. But then they get they get into it, All right? Any black eyed peas is that to me? Any black yeah, eyed that's peas how I feel. Mind. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, and it's the biggest thing of the night now. Got to get that, boom, boom, boom. 
Is that hat now? Boom, boom, pow? No, I just drew sent the SNL skit where they're like, we've we've come up oh, with yeah. this new song and this is how it goes. And then they're just like, got to get that. <laughs> and then that somebody SNL else skit. is like, boom, boom, boom. And they're like, just make fun if of the whole song. If you're just listening to this, just search SNL and Black Eyed Peas, oh, and it's hysterical. amazing. That was funny. It's that was, so yeah, good. that was funny. But yeah, I mean, I would just say, you know, look, if you did prep, you know, after you make it and you 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 you're doing the takeover, you did prep a, a set. Now, if you're scratching and you're doing like a whole routine and you think it's like you know a Red Bull thing and you're doing that, that's different. But if you're just mixing, change it. If you're doing the same songs that like the first seven djs did and 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 it's and you're doing it again it's you know people are out there to dance and everything and they don't want to hear the same change it it's cool you could change it you're backstage you got the green room you got your laptop you you definitely change your set and if you're just mixing and everything change it it's cool you're you're allowed to change whatever you want to do nobody knows what your set's going to be so don't freak out change it backstage it's cool have a shot have two shots whatever you need to do change your set and don't play the same songs that somebody else is playing. I would just expect to play that everyone's going to play those songs and then just prep around that, <laughs> right? Just don't play the same songs that are popular for that. Right. Don't I play too, take something and I want to rock this year. I think too the 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 other piece of advice I would give somebody is that's not the time to be showing stuff that you're still working on learning so like yeah. if you're not like an expert scratcher and you're up there like it's not not the time just do what you're you, you can do don't try to overdo yourself overextend yeah. what you can not do time to wick wick wicky if you only know how to wick right 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 <laughs> exactly and a singular wick is fine here and there you know yeah. but when you're pulling out the wick wick wickies and you can only wick just, it's not good yeah, so DJ Not Takeover is the first <laughs> night, and that's like your chance to say you played in Vegas, played on a big ass stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And again, that's like people can see you, and you never know what's going to come out of it. And then the closing party is the all star party. That's where I personally handpick my DJs um, for that party. Um, it's more of all-star DJs, uh, I could name two that actually played on it that are on uh, this show that played uh, it together um, my first year. Have, yeah. let, me ask, let me ask you guys a question. Have you played together since then? Mm, yeah, no. Drew and I have done, like we did San Diego together, Drew, we've done no, that was a after. couple other gigs. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, Have I you played together since then? Oh no! I, I felt like it was after that party. I don't know, whatever. But maybe once, maybe yeah, once. The answer is yes to the question you asked. <laughs> Thank you. Bare, barely though, but that's been like about. one of the, yeah, the main yeah. things. Okay, Great. so um, I have not even thought about Vegas. Are you guys planning on coming to Vegas? I will not be. My wedding is that Sunday before. Your wedding's that Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I'll be. I'm not going to be attending Vegas this year. <clears throat> So that is that. That's that for me. I'm probably going. I'm. I'm it's going to be a big travel year for me. Uh, okay. So I will be traveling a lot. So I, I can't do the the Drew and Fuse show at at the All Star Party this year. <laughs> it can just be the Drew show. 
and he can play uh this is how we do it into usher yeah dang and, uh, no in a gangnam style no sexy and i know in the gangnam style it's a rap it's an all-star party play. that'd be awesome <laughs> what if like drew just got up there and this is just i'm just thinking hypothetical there and like he played usher yeah and he played this is how we do it then he played another song but then he just played usher yeah again again and then he played another song and then he played Usher Yeah again. again. And like for his set, it was just yeah three for times. An hour. For an hour. <laughs> for an hour. You don't think I would come from backstage and come on stage and um, unplug his shit? Oh my God. Uh, so good. Well, the Drew the Drew troll. <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, are they different versions? Like, is it a twerk version, a trap no, version? No, it's all the same version. It's just the radio edit. It's just the radio edit. <laughs> it's just piece up, A-Town. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, let me uh, think about that. Let me, let me think about that. <laughs> um, well, we want to talk about traveling. Speaking of A-Town, and we're going to play this little travel thing. We're going to talk oh, about all of the different... Uh, brand ambassador stuff you do and you know i want to know some shaney uh travel tips i know that's kind of uh dude you're always you're you're an american airlines person so we're gonna hear some we're gonna hear about it okay all right we got this travel video here we go great scott hey there drew and fuse it's me, Doc Brown. Quick, jump in the DeLorean. We need to get this episode up to 88 miles per hour. Now, hit the flux capacitor and let's travel to the future. All right, we're in the future. That was quick. <laughs> um, so you fly American Airlines. Yes. Um, it's the what is it the admiral thing you 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 you're one of the i know if i watch your stuff you you're definitely on the top tier of the american airlines right so we've always talked about delta here but like what's some american yeah airlines? i'm not a delta yeah. person i'm probably yeah. the only one that's like i see all you guys like everybody's delta <laughs> i do not fly delta at all american's a big hub and no united is united, united. Is. yeah, yeah. it's huge yeah so um, i'm like american, american. united Okay, well, tell us about you. You, you got uh, an American credit card. Like, what's you? We'd like to hear about some of these other airlines and what's like yeah. the tips and the tricks. Yeah, so I use I have um, so my I have both credit cards. I have American and I also have the United credit card. I have both credit cards. Okay. So, um, like those are my main credit cards for buying everything groceries gas like right. like uh, you know all my personal items like everything because that's what i you know get miles it, with everything so i can get extra extra points extra miles for for traveling um upgrades even you know when i want to just pay a trip with just miles and not even pay for a trip so you, you get the, the lounges and all of that with those credit cards. Yeah. So my, yeah. So I also have the lounges included as well. Um, so I, yeah, so that's, that's included too on my, on, on my credit card. So I just can go into the lounges whenever, whenever I want on, on my trips, which is an added bone, especially now with traveling, how traveling has just been sucking lately with delays and everything. And it's just nice to just have a place 
um, to just kick back and relax, whether you're drinking and eating or not even drinking or eating. And you just want a place to charge your phone or just some quiet time or just to take a nap um, yeah. and get or away shower. from from <laughs> like, you know, yeah, or shower or whatever. And you just want to get away from kind of the hustle bustle of the airport stuff, you know, the airport life and just kind of go in a corner and just kind of get away from everybody else. Or if you just, or you do want to eat or you do want to drink or you, you do want all of that, you have that as well. So besides, bonus of that. besides the, the, the obvious uh, TSA pre and all this, the, the, the stuff everyone talks about, what's, yeah. what's like a, a Shaney secret of like traveling, you get one backpack, 18 bags. Like what, what's, what's like the, your, your trip. Your, your, um, your, any travel yeah. tip. So, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. So, my backpack is, is my carry on. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you guys to carry a big purse because, I mean, you could. I mean, no judgment. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I have a fanny pack. It's yeah, natural. No, no, no budget, <laughs> you know, no judgment if you want to carry a big purse too. But, you know, for me, I have, you know, I have my DJ backpack, which I have like the jetpack bag. And then I have like my big travel purse that I have as well that I, you know, put my stuff in. So like in my, my carry on, of course, is my laptop. Like that is not in my suitcase. My right. hard drive is in my laptop, even though my music is internal, my hard drive is, has the music on it as well. Um, then of course, you know, everything related to DJing is in that backpack. So right. headphones, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to, you know, go into all the details of what's DJ related into, into that, you know, so that's all that's in there. And then now I'm, I'm going to get into the traveling, other traveling stuff. Extra yeah. pair of underwear is in my travel stuff because you never know where you're going to get stuck. So the DJ bag. it's in the DJ bag. So I like extra, it. yeah, extra pair of underwear. And, you know, so I have like a baggie, you know, and again, nobody needs to see what's in this damn bag. You're not taking it out in, in, in pre-check or even going through security. So like that's in the backpack. So, cause you get, it's in you one get, of those. it's yeah, in one so, of the, the, the jet pack bags, right? Where yep, you would put needles, you just throw the underoos in there. Exactly. There, yeah. So I have, <laughs> and then I have one. So you go into like target or you go into like, you know, a Walgreens, right? A whatever you go in the travel section. You get a little mini um, deodorant, little all those little like mini things, and and this is not even if you if you want to use this, you could use it depending on how how many days you're away. I don't use this. This is always like my little emergency bag with my underwear. This is not the underwear that I use. This is like my emergency little bag. But I have. I just shit my pants on stage bag. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. That is what the underwear is there for too. Like I'm not going to lie. That's like I peed, I shit, whatever real talk. We're going to keep a hundred during this little section. I'm on my soapbox right now. We're going to keep it hundred. Okay. Exactly. You ate, you ate some bad tacos or something on your trip. You ate a gas station hot dog or whatever. Ever. A roller okay. dog. Oh God. <laughs> okay. A roller you don't dog. need that extra pair of underwear you just had in your backpack. Okay. The roller glizzy. <laughs> oh. You ain't that 7-Eleven Tokito or something. You know, you know what would something. be a genius thing? Okay, so this would be genius, genius. You know, so like you're saying, they have the little travel section at Target or whatever. Imagine if you could buy 
literally underwear like like Hanes briefs or whatever that were that were like you know the package where they suck all the air out and they make them really tiny. They Imagine have that. if you could buy socks and underwear that oh, way. They don't have socks like that. <laughs> like dude, I would give away a million dollar but, deal. Dude. But if you but they if you uh, go on like those infomercials, they have like that's that baggy thing that you. Suck. Yeah, yeah, where it sucks all the air out, like and like makes it really small. Yeah, F- fuse. We're gonna cut. The, we're gonna edit this part out because we're gonna need to make that. That's gonna be a. a I'm a telling Drew you, Fuse show. A Drew Fuse. That's the next thing that's going on the website. Drew Fuse show socks and underwear uh, freezer freezer. Uh, what do they yeah, call that? Su- Suction. Uh, what do they call that? It's like freeze dry, freeze dry or something. I don't know. Uh, it's like an airtight yeah. seal. But they do it for like when you want to put your winter clothes and stuff away and they like you could put them in those. Right. And it's like the vacuum suction thing of a bobber. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, so the baggy has the perfect underwear. name for our, our new stuff too. It's a <laughs> section baggy thing of a bobber. Sold. It writes itself over here. <laughs> so the, ba- the baggy has like the the underwear the small deodorant and then they even have like the the little toothbrushes that already have um the toothpaste on it that you just kind of like break so like it even has that if you get stuck like 24 hours because a flight gets canceled or something like that so it's like you have like your little supply of your little overnight yeah. overnight like stuff it. so you know you you don't have the bad halitosis breath and and all that stuff and you got your deodorant you got your underwear that's not bad to have in the dj bag just permanently yeah or you have it in your dj bag if you know for a gig or something if you you know you ate you ate some garlic sauce or something you need to brush your teeth before a gig or something but Mm -hmm. you know you have you have something like that in your travel bag so you have that you get stuck for me i'm on a lot of medication so i always keep my medication in my travel bag, which a lot of people should know this already, you don't put it in your suitcase. You put all your meds in your travel bag, in your, you know, on the plane with you, you don't put it in your suitcase. So anything that, you know, medication wise, you always take that with you. With with all the traveling and everything like that, one of the things we wanted to talk to you about is, you know, um, you're a brand ambassador for DOS and yes. you're sponsored by Ultimate Ears. What all does that like entail for you? What what do you have to do? What don't you have to do? Yes. So I used to be with another speaker company for eight years before yeah. I was with before I was with DOS. Um, I was with Bose. And and what does this entail? Like you, you so, they bring you to the shows and you you uh, tell them how great Bose is, and you have to learn all the specs. Yeah. So, start to so finish. It was, it's different with DOS than it was with Bose. But when I was with Bose, I also was um, a certified clinician with them. So with them, I actually did um, go to like Sweetwater, and I went to like all the other places and did speak about the speakers and everything like that. So I was on a higher level when I was with Bose. And like when you guys saw me at DJX, I was running the booth at Bose and I was doing things like that. With Daz, I'm in a a different position with them and I'm just just an ambassador with them and I'm a pro DJ with them. So I'm in a a more chill position, which I like. And I'm I'm more of an ambassador with them. Um, I represent the brand. I represent the speakers. And it, I like it better that I'm more chill. But if someone comes up, you know, at least 
I oh, yeah. About the speaker. And oh, like, yeah. Because I'm at the conferences. Yes. Because they trust right. me enough that I'm going to a lot of the major conferences that I can tell them about the speakers and the speakers that I use because I use the speakers at my events. And right. I can tell them about, you know, these are the speakers I use and why I use them and why I love them so much and, and why I'm with DAS and everything like that. That is and correct. As a, as a brand ambassador, are you able to? Uh, I guess what, not that I'd be worried about, but about it, but what if you're seen using somebody else's stuff because just that's what's at the gig or you're traveling or which, which does, does happen. Um, because I, because I do court, a lot of corporate stuff, yeah. which they know about. Um, and there's a lot of things where some of the corporate stuff I do are big production things where is union and they're bringing in their own things and there might be uh, QSC stuff right. sitting there or, you know, there might be electric. You're like, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, boo boo. You're going to have to go out and bring DOS or you're going to have to all the way go to my house and go get my DOS stuff. Yeah. No, they're very aware of that. And that's what's cool about DOS is they know that I have no control over that. It's not. It's not that I'm personally bringing the QSC speakers and I'm setting them up, that it's part of the event that uh, a union rig is bringing it in or a production company that do I have. Some, yeah. Do some brands trip about that kind of stuff? Yeah. 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 Because, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, we see uh, like laid back Luke was with Denon and I know he was flying around all over because no one actually owns Denon. Uh, right. And that's, that's different because it would be in his rider. Like it's not in my writer um, that says like, hey, I'm doing this event and um, your union guys have to bring DOS equipment for me. And then imagine if it was though, like I'm like if I'm club or something or whatever and they're like, hey, uh, I got to use Denon shit. Now I'm this club and it's like, well, fuck this guy if, if he can't just use <laughs> this stuff, you know, like it, it could be. You have to almost be getting like paid to do that because it could be harmful to that's yeah, that that's that's the thing. I mean, that's that's why that's mm -hmm. why I'm just a brand ambassador and I'm pro DJ with them and I'm not, you right. know, they because they know the situation with me that it's not where I'm doing a wedding and I'm bringing my own equipment that I'm doing these big corporate events or I'm doing these other big type of events where the whole big production company is coming with, you know, equipment that they don't have DOS speakers and they're bringing this. And that's when I don't post that type of stuff on my social media. It might just be me in the DJ booth and not, right. you know, yeah. the speakers. And I'm very aware of what I'm then posting on my social media. And it's not me standing next to a speaker, you know, putting my arm around the speaker and posting like, this knowing right. I'm a brand ambassador for DAS. So again, right. I'm very aware of my surroundings. And your ultimate ear stuff, do you, are yes. you, that's, is that something you use all the time now? Yeah. Well? Um, I, I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to get used to those. Um, I was not a, an ear person. So um, it took me a, a very long while to get used to an ear. Um, but I love them, especially being in the club. They're great for the club setting because it just, Cancels out all the bullshit. <laughs> right. But my fuse has them, but he doesn't use it for DJing. The problem I had with them when I was DJing was I just want to turn everything up 10 times louder because I can't hear. And so, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's where I, I found uh, problems with them. You were turning. 
why were you turning everything up? No, no, the the main system, not the not the headphones. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, okay. I was the in-ears have a purpose and they're not for everybody. It does take some that's adjusting. That's correct. That, and uh, that's that's what I tell people when people ask me. I'm very honest about them. And I say they're not for everybody. Right. I definitely I, tell them that they're not for everybody. I need to get some new ones because at the ballpark, I use them a, a ton. Oh, okay. Well, that's, let's let's talk off camera. Yeah. I, 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 I've... This year, I just need to get some new ones. But okay. at the ballpark, like when I'm playing, when I'm, whether I'm up in the press box or out in the field in general, I wear them because you wear the production headset. I wear the production headset over top of anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I that's a situation where it's like I have to use them. I can't. Yeah. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. So, so uh, I guess to wrap the brand ambassador part up, yes, you got to be seen. This isn't just walk in and now you're now a brand ambassador. Yeah. Um, and there's work. I mean, you, you, you know, it's like, okay, you don't, it's not just getting free shit as well. Right, right, right. Like right. it's not just, oh, I want to do this because I want to get some free speakers or I want to do this because I want to get, you know, free stuff. It's not, it's not just about that. It's, it's more, it's more to it. And nowadays, um, a lot of the companies are really looking, they're a lot of, they're looking at people's social medias. They're looking at what people are posting. They're looking at people, what people are talking about. They're looking at what people are, are really saying about everything, not just DJing, but what they're saying about life in general. And if you're negative about a lot of stuff or you're not posting, you might be a great DJ. You might have a million followers, but if you're negative about other stuff, they're not going to want you. Right. They're just Very not. True. So if you're thinking about like, this is, you do want to, you know, I do this, I do that. Why, why aren't these companies not looking at you? They might be looking at you, but you're not, you're just negative in certain forums or you're the negative Nancy or you're doing this or you're doing that. And they might look to look to you over because of that. I agree. It's more than, it's more than just uh, being a DJ and or, you know, being a good DJ. You got to have um, a good presence and not be a Yeah, dickhead. definitely. I mean, I am not an influencer. I don't have, you know, that many followers, but I definitely am a hustler. I'm definitely a hard worker. I mean, with the DOS brand, we have some incredible, incredible talent on the DOS board. I mean, we have we have Buck Rogers. We, you know, we have Seraphin. I mean, we have some incredible DJs that are related to the DOS brand that are up there, you know, compared to me. But, you know, I, I bring what I bring to the table and what they bring to the table. We all bring certain things. So yeah, you guys had an awesome party at X. Yeah. Uh, we, was, yeah. Uh, it was one Scratch of the best Bastard. parties for sure. Yeah. One of the best parties for sure. And Thank uh, you. Oh, yeah. the speaker sounded awesome. Yeah. It was, it was a really cool party and you know, I, I, uh, I liked it a lot. Thank you. So. Yeah. And I was very blessed that I was on that, um, that bill. I mean, anyone of the DOS DJs could have been on that bill and they put me on it. So I was very, very blessed and honored that they thought highly of me to be on the bill with Scratch Bastard. So yeah, so thank you. One of the other things we wanted to talk to you about is uh, we mentioned earlier off camera that you've been going through some uh, health issues and, um, you know, just kind of one of the things that Drew and I like to talk about a little on the show and we don't always get to, but it's just, um, you know, real world shit of 
being a DJ in, in the real world. And, you know, um, it's hard to um, show up to your gig to make people happy all the time when you have life going on. So we know you've been um, struggling uh, with some sickness and, and we just wanted to talk to you about that a little bit. If there's anything, you know, any advice for people or anything like that you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my whole thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm a very private person. I mean, people, people who do follow my stories and follow my posts, sometimes I am cryptic with some of my posts and people do DM me, um, on Instagram and they're like, okay, I kind of saw something you posted and I don't want to pry. And people who do ask me, I am, I am very open and I will answer whatever questions that people have that, you know, people ask me and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what's going on or this is what's happening to me. But I definitely don't just put my life out there because I am not that type of person. But anyone who has definitely seen me in the last year, I have been going through and I'll just be honest, a lot of shit. <laughs> Um, yep. And people who have seen me, I'm not always happy and uppity and smiley and everything because that's just something I can't be all the time. But of course, that that's what we post. I mean, that's, you know, nobody wants to see the, the other side of of the, the downside of, of, of the bullshit. Well, we I, I think, I think friends and people in the industry probably would, I mean, some of us almost need a private account. So that, you know, <laughs> showcasing that to your other stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and I guess where I'll help lead his question is, um, you know, just maybe some kind of, uh, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we don't have that, um, you know, that DJ insurance, or we're not thinking about this kind of stuff or the foresight yeah. of that. So maybe, you know, mentioning some kind of insurance that you're able to, to get or look into for if something arises. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not really, <laughs> my whole thing is like my friends, well, I'll put it this way. My friends wanted to put a GoFundMe out in public for me and I refused. Um, I am like, again, I'm not the person to ask for help. I've never been that person. And it's just because of the way I was raised. Um, for those that don't know, um, for the last year, I've been fighting um, a, a really terrible form of head cancer that I'm going to try not to cry right now um, that I've just been dealing with. And I've been dealing with it um, since actually since it's been a year since October. And um, I've been kind of private about it. A lot of people who have seen me have been, know I've, I've been on and off and people have seen me at conferences. Either last year I was wearing beanies and scarves and people have noticed that. And that's because that was all the treatments that I was going through and, and things like that. Or I've just been really sick and people kind of, you know, noticed that people who know me very well have definitely noticed when they saw me in person that I just wasn't the same. Um, but I never stopped DJing. Um, that's you never did. about me. And that's not even yeah. your schedule is insane. And the fact that you're still that's just one thing about there me. every day. Um, yeah. in fact, when I had the first surgery and they put the hole, which I mean, I, maybe I don't want to show it on camera, but, um, I'll show you guys like off camera, but when they did the oh. first, um, when they did the first hole, they did the surgery. And then two days later, I did a full weekend of events. Um, that's crazy. Oh, I know full weekend of events. Um, so I wore my first scarf that weekend at a private event and I was just so self-conscious, like so self-conscious. Um, I went and did like a, 
Amazon Prime <laughs> and like got like scarves like online because like I didn't know what to do. Like yeah. I was, you know, like, you know, like it's like the nurses everybody talks to. And like at that point, it's like, you know, whenever you're at the doctor and they just kind of tell you things like you, you hear it, but you don't hear anything. So like I didn't hear like anything when anyone was telling me. And well, I just sure. like went on Amazon Prime and just like bought like a three pack of like scarves. Like I was like, okay, I'll just get this so they could just, do you just order it. DJ, do you do you plan these kind of things around your DJ schedule? Like yeah, because your DJ like, schedule and that's rest, like so the, and like, like my oh. doctors, my doctors are like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, oh yeah, and I'm going out of town here to do this gig. So um, can we like schedule this here and can we schedule my treatment? like on this week. And he was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and I, yeah, like they were getting so mad at me the first couple months. Cause he's like, I don't think you understand the severity of this. Like you, we just put a big ass hole in your head, like in your head. Yeah. And you're like, you need to get treatment ASAP and do these treatments at the hospital. And you're telling me like, you're going out of town to DJ. And I was like, yeah, I need money. Like I need a DJ and I need to keep myself sane. Um, right. so yeah. Can you wait like three days till like I come back and then you what's have the me point of, the whole like, day. Doing it if they're just going to take away the things that you enjoy, you know? Right. Like, and it was, it's kind of like when we went like through COVID and like, we, like to me, like my head was like going there when we lost like all our gigs, like I went insane. Like, yeah, I was DJing here. I was DJing, you know, on Twitch, but like, it wasn't the same. I was right. going insane. Like I wasn't out. Yeah. I saw people talking to me and on the camera, but it like, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. And, you know, six months into it, I was having breakdowns and I was doing this and I knew that was what I was going to do. If I was at home by myself, yeah, I have friends, family, whatever, loved ones, but I would go insane. And, and I'm not going to lie, I started having those dark thoughts. And it happened a couple of times. And I didn't want to go down those roads. And well, it's I a real DJ. I mean, <laughs> all of us uh, rely on this so much, you know, it's not just, uh, yeah. it is therapy and a job. And yeah, uh, so yeah. much more than just, oh, uh, it's personal. It's very personal. What we do, we put our personal likes and yeah. interests you know, into what we play and how we play it and this and that. And even though to me, like when I'm DJing, I forget about everything else. Right. I just, you know, like, this is what I love. This is my passion. This is what I do. This is what makes me happy. So it's like for those hours, I just forget about that. I, yeah, I have a, you know, I told the jams at the clubs and these are residencies I've had forever. So it's like, they were so sweet to me, whatever you need, whatever you want, like, we're here for you. You know, they have a garbage pail next to me. They're bringing me Sprite. They're bringing me bread, like, you know, whatever you need. Um, right. Certain clients, I told certain clients I didn't. Um, so it's like, I was trying to get through events without Right. anybody knowing they're just so it's like now i'm matching my scarf with my outfit you know trying to look <laughs> cute you know making it look like i'm a gypsy you know it's like i'm trying to just you know making it look like i'm trying to match my outfit you know so it's like so they don't know what's doing it but at the clubs thank god i'm just wearing a beanie so i'm wearing like you know just beanies to like 
make it or like no work boots or beanies, ma'am. Sorry, you can't yeah, come in. Right. So it's like, <laughs> I'm a DJ. So like, let me wear some Timberlands and my beanie, you know? So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm having that look when thank God it was winter when I, mm. when this happened. So it's October in Chicago. So thank God that's when it started. Right. So I just started the look and then I kind of just went like, oh, she's still at summertime and she's still having the look, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it's like, until you start going through some kind of, you know, uh, serious life issues or things, you, you don't start looking at life in no. serious matters. For example, you know, I've been, uh, married once before I'm getting married again. And, you know, had that not happened, I, I think I would look at life a lot differently. You know, my, my dad passed away, uh, last year and that, you know, changes another perspective. And what I'm, what I'm getting at is like, you know, I'm taking myself and the business more serious in sense of like, I have, um, you know, I obviously have health insurance, but I have to pay for that myself. Yeah, and, you exactly. know, if, if, and this is just goes to anybody, if anybody's looking for somebody, I have a great person that I work with that I could refer uh, you to, but uh, I have, um, what do you call it? Life insurance now, you know, if yeah. something were to happen to me, I have a life insurance policy. And it's like, maybe instead of going out and buying that sweet new pair of Jordans, you know, maybe you take the, the, the pair of Jordans off and, you invest in your yourself and your future and, and get some life insurance to protect, you know, people you love or, you know, even if, you know, if, if something were to happen to me tomorrow, it's like you have a mortgage payment, you have car payments. And as going through it with like my dad, when stuff happened to my dad, you know, uh, you know, there's payments and stuff that are due up until they figure out what what's going to happen with somebody. And it's like, oh, shit, I thought about that, like, oh, like, what if that happens to me, then all this burden would be put on to like Ashley and like, you know, it's like two, three, sometimes four months until, you know, you figure out like the, the transfer of stuff. So like, to me, that it's important to, to have that stuff. And, you know, any DJs that are listening, I think, you know, you know, if there's any advice you'd want to give or, or yeah. things like that. I mean, definitely, you know, even for the younger DJs, like you said, I mean, I, I pay for my own insurance. Um, I have life insurance now. I have um, I I have an IRA that I'm putting money into. I have a Roth IRA for right. retirement because of what we do. You know, I have my own business, so it's not like my employer is putting money into a 401k for me. Right. If people know, you know, what I'm talking about. You know, exactly. And if you don't, like, I have a financial advisor. I have a financial advisor I meet with three or four times a year um, now. And I've been doing, I actually was doing that before, before this, but now I meet with my financial advisor more because of this now. Um, but I have a financial advisor. Um, I have now a lot of my stuff that I put in trust. People don't know what that means. Talk to your financial advisor about things like that because of my health issues now like this. I have a lot of stuff that is in my name in trust. Um, and I'm not going to tell you guys about any of that. Please, again, talk to financial advisor, talk yeah, to your attorney, talk to that. I am not your attorney. I'm not your financial advisor. I'm not any of that. But again, this is stuff that I now have done over this past year to take care of this, these situations. But again, health insurance, life insurance, yep. Roth IRA, I have all that now. And I, that I've been doing. So like if something happens and I have now 
money or if I don't have it, my, you know, people, my family, loved ones will now have something to God right. forbid, knock on wood, you know, to pay for things, right? everything like that. So it's like, and people could be sitting here, they could go, well, I'm young. It's not going to happen to me. You never know when it could happen. It could Hello. anything. Hello. Well, I, I mean, all three of us have said something that bad has happened that we didn't expect to happen. I mean, yeah. uh, different different days. Me and Fuse both talked about other stuff. So, yeah. uh, I mean, thank you so much for sharing. I know it's very yeah. personal yeah. and yeah. it's hard, but I think uh, we like. And if anybody to... wants to reach out to me, like, please. You, um, I always make a running joke that like nobody slides in my DMs and everything that I, but you can, you could definitely slide it to my DMs if you guys want. So, I mean, definitely you, you guys can, you know, if you're, if you're not friends with me on Instagram, you know, you can find me on Instagram and definitely um, is like, as I always say, like, I don't talk about my personal life, but if anybody wants to talk to me about anything, if you, I will definitely open up to anybody that wants to talk about it. I just personally don't put it out there. But right. I am more than welcome to talk to anybody that wants to talk about it. So. Well, we appreciate you sharing. We know it's hard. So, um, and you Plus guys, they gave me their, just... they gave me their cake pops. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I have to talk to them. You guys should definitely listen. I mean, um, you know, it could happen to anybody. So with that, we're going to move into something funny. We're going to lighten the mood. Um, and we're going to go into a funny or crazy DJ God. story. Any, it could be tail from the booth. Bad. Yeah. Oh God. Good, I have bad, plenty of, the if anybody follows, if anybody follows my Instagram, you definitely follow it after Friday nights. And there's yeah. definitely lots of funny stuff in there after my Friday. <laughs> For those that don't know, I have a residency on Friday nights. I DJ till 4am. So if well, anybody needs any good laughs, <laughs> watch my shit on Saturday mornings. That's all I'm going to say. Just watch. All right. Well, we're, we're going to play this yes. clip and then we want to hear about a funny or crazy or sure. terrifying DJ story. Let's do it. <laughs> you're, cra you're crazy. Man. You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. That's a great Drew Pierce production. You can expect those kind of quality video edits from him at DJC in Atlanta when he's performing. Uh, so if you're on the fence about going, you know, to DJC in Atlanta and you need inspiring motivation as to why to go, that video sh should be proof of why you should go. I just want to see that again. <laughs> All right. So hit us with that. Uh, do you? I don't know that you do. So hit us with a crazy or funny DJ story. Uh, okay. You know, yeah, let, let let's us, see. let's flip it. Okay. Flip the script. So um, I do a lot of urban events here in Chicago. So for those that don't know, um, I, Chicago, but um, I do a lot of house music. Um, that is, that is my love. That is what I've always done. I mean, yes, I do the top 40 and, the hip hop and everything and everything, but I've always done house music and I do a lot of urban um, events and the urban events I do are a lot of them are on the South side of Chicago. Um, and I do a lot of promoters on the South side of Chicago and I get booked for a lot of them. And when I walk in as much as 
my name and picture are on the flyers. I don't know if just people don't see it. I don't know how they don't see it or I don't, it's just, I don't know. It just does. It boggles my mind when I walk in and they, they're still confused. I don't know. Maybe they just think that it's the wrong picture. I don't know. Again, my name could is Urban. It could be Shani, Shanana, Shanana. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, we were doing research and we did find uh, a Chicago DJ name. Yeah. DJ, uh, yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, there yeah. is. And um, my girlfriend back in the day was the Black Barbie and her name was Shani um, at Disney. Um, so, you know, again, they could have just put the wrong picture on the flyer numerous times. I don't know. I'm just trying to find faults with everybody as many years as I've been doing the urban events and on the South side, Chicago and for the same promoters too, but it's okay because I could just even show you conversations I've had in, in emails and DMS and stuff, but again, whatever, it's just funny to me. So, you know, I do, I do these events and when I walk in and they just, see me walk up to the DJ booth, you know, when I, cause a lot of these events, there'll be like two or three or four of us and it'll be people like, I don't know if you guys know some of the uh, DJs here, but it'll be like Sean Mack. I don't know if you ever heard his name or um, um, you probably don't know any of these names, but that's okay. Uh, but they're pretty big known DJs like in Chicago. Some of them are like violator all-star DJs. Some of them are like, uh, defect records, stuff like that. And I'm just kind of like thrown in the middle too. And I'm again, I'm like, you know, the nobody that's kind of like thrown in there. And they'll just see me walk to the booth about to do my set. And they're like, what is this white girl? Like, oh, that must be somebody's <laughs> girlfriend, you know? And, you know, oh, that's cute. You know? And then all of a sudden they see me set, you know, setting up, get, you know, put my laptop and they're like, nah, she's the DJ. And I'm like, my name is on the flyer. My picture is on the flyer. I'm on the screen. Like it's, that is, you know how like some people will, will show like a picture of them DJing from like 20 years ago, but no, I update my photos. Like it <laughs> is a photo of me recently. It's not like a photo of me from 20 years ago, which I'm still white from 20 years ago still. So it still, but you know, and they're looking at me like, no, she's about to DJ. What is she doing here? Like right. it just, it still boggles my mind. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'll start you know, and I'll start either playing like the reggae set or the old school hip hop, or even like the house, depending on who I'm in between or who, I, who I'm DJing with. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get, okay, white girl. Okay. White girl, you know, but it's like in love when they like, it's not out of disrespect when they say it. And I'm like, all right, here we go again. Another event where I'm the okay. White girl. Okay. White girl. You know, and then, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes into it, then I get the, like the fist pound of like the dudes coming up and they just, you know, want to fist pound or high five. Wait, me. wait, wait, wait. Pound town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm playing. I'm playing um, Usher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Usher. Yeah. And then another song and then Usher. And then yeah, another again. song and then Usher. Yeah. You know, but it just, it just, like, right. it's, to me, it's just funny by now that I do these events and it's like, oh, it's the white girl. Hey, white girl. Hey, white girl. Like, it's a lot of love that it's like, hey, right. white girl. Hey, white girl. And then oh. you know, they take photos of me and they take video like I'm on display. Like, I'm <laughs> I, I, I think we all DJ like a, a good variety and it's, it's 
fun. It keeps it, you know, um, yeah. But so what's the story? That's the story? That is the story. Oh, that's the story. I thought I was expecting something that was going to happen from that. That is the story. Was that a boring story? story? Would you like another story? No. I could tell you another story. That was too boring for you? Would you like another story? No, I I just think you do some of these, like you were talking about some of the crazy rap parties that come in afterwards or whatever. And I was just something like uh, someone took over the DJ booth or I don't know. Just throw it out there. I mean, I could tell you a different story. Would you like a different story? <laughs> Would you like a different story? I, I got it. Know it. I, I, it doesn't I matter. It. I, I thought it was <laughs> I knew where you something. were going with the story. Drew, Drew was wanting, he was wanting you to name drop this one. Yeah, there's, happening. yeah, there's a lot of things I can't name drop because I signed NDAs, but there's a lot of yep. stuff I can't name drop. She could tell you, but then she'd have to kill you, Drew. Have to tell you. <laughs> it's classified. <laughs> it's classified. It's classified. All right, I'll take it. So one of the segments that we always do at the end, we call the sauce. And, you know, it's advice to your younger self or anything you might wish you'd done different with your career. We'll roll this Mm. video and then we'll get into it. Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. And uh, this shout out goes out to Drew and Hughes, all the way from Cincinnati, to the LBC bottle. Yeah, I was told you guys are quite the chefs and you got a delicious sauce that you cook up. Ooh, and it drips that swagoo and breaks down the recipe. Yeah, and you giving up the pee cause it's funky. As in good that is, finger funkin' good. On the one by the power of the one. Yeah, without that, there is none. So get yours and be in tune with the one that loves you. Get it, baby. All right, there it is. How high was he when he did that video? I don't know. It's Bootsy. He does what he wants. (laughs) <laughs> Bootsy does what he wants. That's his tagline. I love Bootsy. Bootsy's an OG. Yeah, super OG. So, uh, any piece of advice? Any any uh, anything like that that you would want to tell us? Like for my younger self? Any younger self, current self, anything, anything you want that you uh, take away? Piece of the advice. Big takeaway. Yeah, yeah, the big takeaway. Don't be so hard on yourself is like one big takeaway. Just, you know, like don't be so hard on yourself all the time and just listen more and take it like day by, for me, take it day by day. That's all you can do sometimes. It really yeah. is. You, you know, you try to plan stuff and sometimes you get other things coming the way. So taking yeah. things day by day, you know, you, you, you got to plan some, but then sometimes all you can, all you can do is day by day. So yeah, yeah. I agree. Drew's a very day by day kind of guy. Some is days he... he wakes up, <laughs> some days he wakes up and says, I'm, I'm on a party today. And so he does it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it, man. We'll do it live. Um, I, uh, am trying to change that day by day. I'll tell you my little piece of, uh, tips is uh i've always been day by day actually my whole 45 years is always uh this is what i feel like doing today and i'm gonna do that 
but uh, I'm trying to work on a routine. I want a daily routine that I it can have it has leeway as like little things, but stuff needs to get filled in in blocks. It's like between twelve and two, I'm working on music. It's like I only want to be doing. I need to get stuff done, and I don't want to be handling or fucking on social media, fucking around with social media or doing any of that. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to get on a routine and looking towards the future a little bit more. This podcast is an example of the routine he's trying to get on. One of the, the the biggest problems for us was that, you know, we're always trying to schedule things around other people. And now we're pretty much under this mindset of like, no, we record every Monday at 3 yeah. p.m. Eastern. And that's a part of our weekly schedule. So also for us that we have like ton of shit going on, it's like, OK, now we just know every Monday for these two hours we have this record time. And that's yeah. that's what we set aside. And now it's like moving forward too. Whether we have a guest or whether we don't have a guest, this is how we're doing this show. Because we want to continue to do it, but it's really hard, you know, when you're, like, trying to manage, you know, two schedules and then you throw a third person in there and you're on three different time zones and yeah. all, all other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, routine has been one of my big takeaways. I'm sorry to add on to yours, Shaney. I, I totally do agree with going with yeah, the Yeah, no. Routine is routine. Day, is, but no, routine, routine is good. And I have a routine. But as far as, like, for me, day by day, meaning, like, I, I have a routine as well. Like, I definitely have a routine of things I do every single day. But as far as, like, thinking, like, oh, my God, I got to take care of this. And that, you know, this. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. Meaning, like it will get taken care of that will be right. taken care of right now. I got to focus on what's going on this day. Right. right. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a, a good point for us to say, thank you for coming on with us today. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time and, yeah. and all that. If there's anything you want to promote uh, or tell people where they can find you, if they don't know already uh, hit us with it. Yeah, if you um my biggest thing would just be like Instagram. Um that's where I like post the most. So um you definitely can find me on Instagram, Shytown Shaney. Um all one word. It's kinda on no. Where am I it's right behind it's there? The other, the other side, side. Yeah. yes, it's there. I'm like that side. <laughs> yeah, that side. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can find it there. I got, I, got, I got your hat on right here. Yes, you do. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Shytown Shaney. Um, I will be at DJC in Atlanta. So if you guys are there, you could find me there. So I'll be walking around. I'm always by myself at these conferences. So you could definitely find me uh, walking alone. Um, so you could find me, we could hang out. Um, I'm, I hate people. So I'm always alone. So do, you could definitely find me and hang out with me. Um, and, even though I hate people. All, all of your big uh, sponsors that you want to push. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm with a doc. I'm playing all by myself for you right now. That Maybe that should have been your theme song. That should have been my theme song. That's what I cried. Can we remix for me? We'll get it. We'll get it going. Well, this was awesome. I loved this podcast. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, thank you. Um, we'll see you at DJC and yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do, um, some little baby shots. Yeah. Baby shots. <laughs> Works for me. All right. That's going to wrap up the show today until next time. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. Peace.